Let's go, baby. It's Monday. Let's get this. Did you forget what day I it was? I forgot. Backdoor cover. Hit it. Yeah. Got the woes right. of the, uh, the business owner. That's right. Monday morning, baby. Micah grinds seven days a week. Yeah. Just because it's Monday, that don't mean shit. I just got fucking twisted like Shane Lowry this weekend. Twisted. Fucking twisted. I can't do an Irish accent very well. It's great to be back. Back in the stew with Brad Key. What's good? Sup. Man, it's great to be here at MWBK Creative and Sales World Headquarters in the stew. It's another beautiful day. That's right. About 100 degrees here in Austin, Texas. A thousand degrees. Hey, we've got a, a few things to talk about, and um, I'm excited to be back. we got a great week of content coming for you. We had a great week of content last week. We had the uh, Titan High Boys. We had a full open preview with the Buttercut, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, we did on Micah's uh, Mind of Micah, we had the return of Micah's Mailbag with El Guards join me, plus the return of Jersey, America's number one Jersey Shore podcast with Long Island Ann. A mother of two who lives in Long Island who joined me on the podcast. No other podcast is doing that. I just want to let you guys know that. Facts. Uh, there you go. Jersey Shore. Hey, the 365 Things Austin pod. If you're in Austin, check out the 365 Things Austin podcast. Uh, all the best stuff to do every weekend. Plus, uh, we've been on a series of happy hour breakdowns. That's right. Last week was the best uh, happy hours on the east side. Check it out if you're in Austin or if you care at all. Hey, most importantly, though, it's golf season, baby. Or it was. It's now not golf season, but you know. The fourth major is over. And here to break down the Open is America's number one golf segment, the Buttercut. An abbreviated version with Brad and I. Brad, let's That's talk right. about this thing. Hey, it's still coming to its own feed. Apple Podcast still considering the approving of this podcast. It won't yeah, be long now. If Apple is listening, I, I'd like to strangle each and every one of you. We've set records. This is the longest it's taken in the history of Apple Podcasts to approve a podcast feed. That's right. We've, we've only launched about a dozen podcasts over the last three years, and normally they take about 24 hours. We're now at a week. So uh, I want to kill everyone at, at Apple. But the Buttercut. Let me play the music again. Brad. Can't be held down. Friend of the podcast, Sugar Shane Lowry, is your open champion, major champion, Shane Lowry. What a hero. Won by six strokes. Ran away from the damn thing. Yeah, so his day started. So in the, in the, it was the first Open played in Ireland in 63 years. Since 1951. And an Irishman comes in and stomps him out. That's right. And so it was in Northern Ireland, which it just so happens is different than Ireland. I didn't know that, actually. I feel kind of dumb. But uh, yeah, so Shane Lowry is not technically Northern Irish. Not from Northern Ireland. He's from the Republic of Ireland. Uh, so... He wasn't exactly a hometown hero, but he was because he's Irish. I don't know. This this is how Peter explained it to me. It's a little over my head. Sure. Okay. So the first three days, weather was fairly benign. Uh, there were low scores. Shane came into Sunday with a four-shot lead at 16 under. Uh, and second place was Tommy Fleetwood. Sunday was not benign. Sunday was filled with sidewards gusts of wind and rain. Uh, it drove scores up and over par for the first round of the uh, for the first round of the championship. Uh, Sugar Shane didn't let it bring him down. He uh, he uh, persevered. Uh, he opened up with a first round, or I'm sorry, a first hole fairly nervy bogey. Uh, hit a, a, a kind of shaky shot on number two. Rebounded. 
birdied the next three of four holes, and bam, that bam, was bam. Uh, that was pretty much it. He he had a string of bogeys in there as well, but the rest of the field was also dealing with the same elements that he was, and uh, he pretty much ran away with it. Um, yeah, as he came down the 18th, uh, I believe he had a six-shot lead going into the 18th hole, so all he had to do was really put it into play, two-putt, and uh, and casually walk his championship in. Uh, super emotional, really great win. His first uh, major tournament of his career. Um, a couple of other notes here. Tommy Fleetwood, like we said, entered the day four shots off the lead. Uh, he knew he had to have a big special round to catch Shane Lowry. Wasn't his day. Uh, he made three bogeys and a double on his way to shooting a 74. Uh, his chances weren't good to begin with just because he was you know, four shots off the lead is significant for those of you who don't know. And then on top of that, with, with the type of weather conditions that they were battling, it's just almost impossible to make up ground and to score well. So, yeah, he, he, it was an uphill battle, and he went downhill. So it just didn't work out for him. A few other last notes here. Brooks Kepka. Looking for, uh, sorry, excuse me. He he came into the championship. Uh, I'm not sure how far he was off the lead, but he ended up man. He managed to finish tied fourth at uh, Royal Port Rush. He joins Tiger, Jack, Jordan, and that's it of people who have finished inside of the top ten in all four majors in a season, Amazing. all time. So that's pretty fucking impressive. Uh, Lee Westwood, long time known to be a, a great ball striker, has never won some, any sort of big championship. He had kind of written off his golf career. He was kind of playing more casually. He had his wife on the bag, I believe. And I heard some himself. things about this. Yeah, you did. what did you hear? Well, this came uh, from a, a well-known source. Okay, uh, Rob Brandt on my group chat. Oh wow, that Lee Westwood recently broke up with his wife. Okay, and then. Got a new wife or a new lady oh. and put her on the back. Well, he came into the championship not like thinking that he would be in contention, and it, he found himself in the top five there for the entire tournament. Basically, um, it was not to be though. He, he, I think he finished. Where did he finish at? Uh, well, his uh, his girlfriend is a fitness fanatic. This, according to the Sun. Okay, and uh, here's a cheeky photo online. She does have yeah, cheeky, a lot of butt. Yeah, Westwood, 46. Uh, he's has the most top three finishes in majors without a victory. A he finished tied fourth this time. Yeah. So there you have it. Let's see here. J.B. Holmes, uh, for those of you watching, he was in the... He was the leader uh, after, after 18 holes and after 36 holes. Uh, he got destroyed on Sunday, shooting an 87 and finishing tied 67th after being in a tie for third going into Sunday. Want. Yeah, free fall. Uh, the only guy who actually scored uh, under par on Sunday in terrible uh, conditions was Micah's favorite big shoe, Tony Finau. We like Tony Finau. We're big fans. I saw that uh, Kepka was just super angry with his playing partner who played so slow. Which is your boy. Um J.B. Holmes. J.B. Holmes JB. is trash. And he shot at 87 on top of that. Uh, he deserves it. I think I heard a, I read a quote so, somewhere about J.B. Holmes, and he described Kepka's playing style as if he was trying to finish around before his ice cream cone melted in his car. 
And apparently the he Kepka had some quote that Holmes doesn't do anything until it's his turn. Yeah, he doesn't do any prep. Like he he won't stand near his ball, he won't think about it, and then as soon as it's his turn, he takes as long as he possibly can. Yeah, that's his it's God, his he's MO. terrible. Uh just a little more on the Westwood uh divorce story. Apparently he uh just finalized a divorce uh that was going to be let's see, became his girlfriend when his divorce to Lauren Coltart ended in a last-minute settlement that avoided a courtroom battle over his 50 million pound fortune. So, shouts to him. He upgraded, and then he put this chick on the bag. She says that she doesn't like dibbits because they have uh, worms in them. She's afraid of worms. Uh-huh. Sounds like a tough line of, of work to be in, being scared of worms and being a golf caddy. Yeah, tough break. Yeah? Tough break. A lot of, lot of money gone, but uh, shouts to him. Shouts to Shane Lowry, man. Big yeah, shouts. big shouts to Sugar Shane, our man, our hero. We can't wait to have him on the podcast. Yeah, next March, he's going to be in Austin. We I plan think to Peter have needs to call in a favor. We need to have him before then. You think so? Huh? He's hot right now. He's pretty fucking hot. He's going to be hot for the next year. Hey, there's some more golf news. What do you got? Uh, there's this is from ESPN. A return of the skins game format will feature Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, and Hideki Matsuyama. Is this sort of similar to what he did with Phil last year? No, this thing is going to be... This is like the old school skins game. You remember that? They used to always do it on like Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what they did last year with Phil. Yeah, but that was just a one-on-one thing. This right. Will be, Four. This will be similar, but... It'll uh, be a foursome playing? Yeah. It'll take place October 21st in Japan. A one-day competition will feature lucrative prize money and will take place a few days prior to the Zozo Championship, a new PGA Tour event being played outside of Tokyo where Woods will also compete. So. I uh, I took Jason Day and Hideki Matsuyama for the Open. Both missed the cut. Not great. Ouchie. Hey, let's uh, let's talk the biggest news in sports, for me anyway, uh, in MMA. Let's get to the combat sports. Today. Let's go. I'll just read this again from ESPN. UFC champion John Jones is facing a battery charge stemming from an alleged April incident in Albuquerque, New Mexico, ESPN confirmed Monday. Jones holds the UFC light heavyweight title and is accused of slapping a cocktail waitress at a strip club pulling her down on his lap and kissing her neck, according to a report from a uh, Albuquerque television That's station. a lot of conflicting signals. Slapping, then pulling down, and kissing. Well, there's more. Okay. The woman told Albuquerque police that Jones put her in a chokehold and picked her up off the ground, per the news station. Uh, when she asked Jones to stop, she said Jones continued touching her until he decided to leave. Wow, how long was that? Uh, it, hard to say. <laughs> so... Of course, I'm inclined to believe that John Jones is a piece of shit, and the story is probably true. Isn't Albuquerque the meth capital of the world? Well, I think there was just a television show about meth there. Mm-hmm. But I, I think meth happens, yeah. That sounds like some... Uh, John Jones needs to get out of Albuquerque. Some bad behavior. John, uh, Well, there's a, bad behavior is something John Jones is an expert at. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he, he put out his quote. We'll get... Uh, there's the whole thing is there is conflicting stuff like you can't put someone in a chokehold and pick her up off the ground unless he grabbed her from behind and like that seems unlikely uh-huh like i don't know i'm very confused by this did he slap her from behind kind of like sal marsala did to that guy in the bar that time you remember he like bitch slapped him but the guy had his back to him yeah it's and then amazing the guy turned i don't think and he was that's what happened yeah. we, we probably shouldn't joke about you know uh, ufc champion beating up a, a, a woman in a strip club but that's true John Jones is such a clown. Uh, here, here's the quote that either his people put out. I guess his 
and and this pisses me off even more. You're, well, not even. Is more. this the PR spin? Yeah. Today, the media told Mr. Jones about a false accusation launched against him, and that paperwork had been sent to an incorrect address. However, after reviewing the documents from the press, Mr. Jones immediately went to play, pay the small fee, and he and multiple witnesses stand ready to factually refute the malicious lies of being told about him to the public. Apparently, um, they sent him a letter, and it got returned. And so the first he had actually heard about it was through the press, when the press reached out to him. John Jones loves to blame the media for shit. And this is, you can't just say today, the media told Mr. Jones. Mm-hmm. You just don't blame the media. Of course, here's John Jones, an Albuquerque resident, tweeted about the situation this morning, writing, quote, he is definitely not in any trouble. Don't be so quick to believe everything you read on the internet, John Jones wrote. Interesting. Well, I, I do know this. There won't be video surfacing of this incident because video is highly discouraged in strip club uh, establishments. You just wonder if there's if there's videos, if there's like security cameras. The actual place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like his boys aren't videotaping. You would think they would have some. And if she is an employee of the the establishment, you would think think there might be something going on here. Unless Jones, 32, has been in legal trouble before. He pleaded guilty to felony hit and run in 2015. I think that was in Albuquerque too. And received probation and community service. Uh, in 2016, he violated his probation for alleged drag racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a New York native. His probation was up in March of 2017. In 2012, so even before that, Jones pleaded guilty to a DWI charge. Uh, on top of the time he missed dealing with those situations, Jones has missed octagon time due to two failed drug tests administered by uh, UFC anti-doping partner USADA over the past three years. Most recently, he was suspended 15 months for a positive drug test from a steroid metabolite. John Jones, a piece of garbage. He likes substances of perhaps, all kinds. Perhaps the greatest fighter of all time. <laughs> is that really the case yeah, in I, MMA? Like, that's what they... Is he considered... Why? Because if... No one's ever beat him. Okay. Uh, and he's beat a bunch of dudes. And, and he does things that nobody else does. I think he's on the downside of his career. He, he also had some cocaine charges are right. I don't think it was, I forget exactly what happened he had drug paraphernalia in that hit and run I think it was like weed uh but he had tested positive for cocaine he gave Daniel Cormier shit like yeah I beat you the last time and I was fucking partying my nuts off imagine if I was actually clean what I would do to you uh true John Jones just sucks you're not and a fan I'm not and you know that's pretty hard to support that kind of behavior whatever he's being accused of right now that's it's true. I mean, and what are you supposed to do with that? You can't. The other thing is, like, fighters are always held to a different standard, like it or not. Like, domestic, uh, there, there's a long history of boxers, MMA guys. What do you mean held to a different standard? Everybody's held to the standard. No. It's illegal to beat women. Or yeah, you're, but people, it's domestic abuse. Like, that shit's illegal no matter who you are. Oh, no, it's, it's illegal in the eyes of the law. Yes. But the public, for some reason, looks the other way when you're dealing with fighters. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, you're saying that they have the pass. Yeah. I see. I mean, Floyd As opposed May- to like the NFL, like the entire, like right. even PETA's involved all of a sudden. Like the entire world nobody, is offended. Nobody in boxing suspended Floyd Mayweather when he went to jail for domestic abuse. Right. He, they came back and they couldn't get wait to get him back in the ring and make money off of him. And the public couldn't wait to pay money to see it. I guess it's because he's not really affiliated with an organization. Like they're all contractors in the boxing world. I it's a guess. little bit I mean, different. the UFC may be a little bit different UFC because is totally when you different. hear John yeah. Jones, you think UFC. Exactly. Um, 
but there it's a little bit different for for whatever reason certainly these guys are allowed to get in fights and their behavior is sort of like oh they're fighters and sometimes and it's not just domestic abuse uh but just sort of general things that happen to fighters sort of get looked the other way sometimes and that may be changing i think we may be at a point in society where if you have any allegation of domestic abuse no matter who you are it's not going to be overlooked this could turn into a big deal it could be nothing um you know who knows i mean john jones is probably the most famous resident in albuquerque so he comes walking to the strip club like him and heisenberg yeah every stripper in there knows who john jones is and knows he has money and is probably ready to spend it and so you know is it possible he got this is all a big setup maybe i bet you something that she alleges happened maybe he didn't rear naked chokeholder but i bet he kissed her neck at some point I can you know at least what? tell I, you that much. I think I'm willing to agree with you on that, that uh, some part of this is true. Is all of it true? I don't Maybe know. Maybe not. Who knows? But I guarantee you he at least had Was he probably out of line and probably being a little creepy to a cocktail waitress in a strip club? Probably. In Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's it for MMA. Uh, you want, you, let's keep the combat sportsmen going for a minute. Let's keep on fighting. Let's talk boxing. Let's go. Uh, Manny Pacquiao won Holy this weekend. Holy shit, he's still alive. He added another, imp- uh, again, I'm reading from ESPN, added another impressive notch to his belt by beating the previously undefeated Keith Thurman <laughs> on Saturday night. What's he, 40 now? 40, yeah. While the verdict was a split decision after 12 rounds, the 40-year-old Pac-Man was a clear winner. He is now the champion of the world. Isn't at, he also like part-time president of his hometown country? He was like a senator or something. And <laughs> he's in, also like a, a side Broadway dancer and all sorts of shit. Yeah, he was a senator in the Philippines. He also said that like, you want to talk about someone else who just, I'm not, I can't get behind in any way. Manny Pacquiao said like, all gay, there are no gay people in the Philippines or they should be murdered or something. Like he, he took like the most hardcore anti-gay stance. Yeah. Like publicly, like as a lawmaker, not just some bozo tweeting. Or, uh, you know, as a public servant, that was yes, his as a public servant. He said that the people that, that work for him should die. Uh, anyway, he sent Thurman to the canvas <laughs> in the first round, controlled the first half of the fight. And then with Thurman sneaking back into the bout, he hurt Thurman with a shot to the body in the 10th. He did just enough in the late stages to hold off Thurman's rally. He was clearly in command of this fight. Uh, Thurman's only fought twice since 2017. This is kind of your standard boxing thing where like, you know, the guy's undefeated, but hasn't been fighting very often, may not be that good to begin with. And, you know, Manny Pacquiao, champion of the world again. I mean, he beat somebody who's undefeated. That There's no nothing easy about that. He might be fighting better than he has in, in several years. That can be the case. That's what uh, the, the things I, mean, that I read about this, that he's, he's better sound, now but... than he was three years ago. I guess his game was never predicated on power and strength, which is, the two things that go quickest when you become older and older, I guess he had a lot of power back in his younger days, but yeah, he's still, still an excellent fighter. Uh, he is now the oldest, uh, the oldest champion. Let's see. What what is this division? I I wish they would just call it by the, the, whatever you weigh instead of, uh, this is the, uh, 100 pounds soaking wet division. Yeah. Manny Pacquiao, um, is now the oldest. What is this headline? Gosh, I, this is bad radio. Sorry, sorry, fam. You should use your production skills and just. He cut is it. the oldest welterweight champion in history now. Mm. So, big shouts to uh, Manny Pacquiao. Kind of uh, an unlikable person, but you know, whatever. That's boxing. He's we, really all over the spectrum, man. Uh, again, this is like the same thing. If somebody said the things 
about gay people that Manny Pacquiao did. If, if like Tom Brady in the offseason was like a, a state senator for Massachusetts and then came out and said something, maybe you can find the actual quote. Like we'd be walking around with his head on a plate. He'd never, he'd never play sports again in America. We'd never talk to him. Manny Pacquiao is still a hero to some. Uh, he's also a drug cheat, and I don't, I don't want to get into the whole Pacquiao thing. Wasn't he like a doing like, I don't know. There have long been Pacquiao drug rumors, and even in the height of his power, that he was. I thought he, he was, was on doing steroids. like cross dressing and shit too. No, no, that, yeah, that's that's, that's uh, his trainer? Oscar De La Hoya. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who was doing cocaine and cross dressing and doing weird shit on camera? Hey, uh, let's talk about something a little bit manlier. Let's do it. The National Football League. All right. You know, we're only 45 days till kickoff, Brad. It's coming down to it. Yeah, it's going to be here before you know it. K- uh, training camps are underway. Are you saying it's 45 days till kickoff for the, the, the first regular game. season yes, or the regular for the season. preseason? Because preseason's like three and a it's half, gonna four be weeks, here, right? It's going to be less than that, I think. 45 days till kickoff. It's amazing. Jeez. I'd say two weeks till... I, I don't know when it starts, but that's... We don't want to look ahead. It'll, we'll get too hopeful. It's exciting. It's stuff. coming. It's really exciting stuff. You know what else is exciting, Brad? Hmm. Our friends over at Lisa Mattress. Do tell. We just love Lisa Mattress. Brad sleeps on a Lisa Mattress. I sleep on a Lisa Mattress. These are the best mattresses you can buy. And you can get them right now and save 15% off at lisa.com slash BDC. Where's the back door? What, what, how, BDC. how have I done this for 100 years? It's lisa.com. Slash BDC. Brad and I both sleep on the hybrid Lisa mattress. Formerly known as the Sapira, but now now known as the Lisa hybrid. The same mattress. It has both spring technology and foam. A cooling foam that offers contouring pressure relief support. The standard Lisa mattress is the most popular mattress Lisa makes. It's a multi-layer foam mattress made with premium foams for cooling, contouring, and pressure relief. How good is that? Pretty damn good. Again, we talk about this every time. Lisa is Lisa mattresses are made in the USA. They're a company with heart. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell, uh, more than 33000 a date to uh, charities. So that's 33,000 Americans that are sleeping on a mattress that wouldn't otherwise be. Get yourself an all-American product. Get yourself a Lisa mattress. Uh, the in-home uh, delivery is available. Financing is available. There's a million things that you can check out. And the best part is you don't have to borrow your buddy's truck. You don't have to deal with a mattress salesman. Just go to lisa.com slash BDC. So don't miss out. Live healthier, live happier by resting deeper. Order today and get 15% off any mattress for a limited time at lisa.com slash BDC. Use promo code BDC, like backdoor cover. That's lisa.com slash BDC, promo code BDC. Keep in mind, you also get 100 nights risk-free free trial, plus free shipping and free returns. God, can you imagine if you borrowed your buddy's truck and then you get you get that mattress home and then you don't like it? You think they're going to take that back? No. And they're sure as hell not going to take free returns. That's insane. That's the real value there. They will ship you and let you ship it back. It's totally risk-free, my friends. Ship that. Th- you don't even have to ship it back. You just put a label on it. It's easy, I think. I don't know. It's free. Sounds like there might be a few more logistics to that. Lisa.com slash BDC. Nobody's sending it back, though. These are great mattresses. That's a fact. If you need a mattress, go to Lisa.com slash BDC. We've given the the call to action 45 times today. Hey, let's talk a little uh, NBA, Brad. Let's go. There's not a lot happening in the league, but uh, something we've been talking about over and over again 
is uh, professional athletes uh, embarrassing kids at their uh, camps, their summer camps. Yeah, it's very popular in the NBA. Well, LeBron roasted this kid. Who else was killing people? Kyrie? Oh, no, it was... Uh, what do you got here? You got something for me? Well, the newest one is James Harden. I'm going to turn up the volume so you can hear this. Oh, it's a white kid. Uh, James Harden against a, uh, a young white guy at his camp this week. Harden hits him with a jab step, and the kid almost falls down. kid's wearing his jersey. He too. jab steps him again. He goes right past him. And he's like, all right, I'm playing with this kid. Oh, crosses him and just dunks it on him. I think the kid broke his leg. Nah. Oh, he won't even look at him. No, Harden refuses to, like, go dap the kid up. He just walks away. Like, that's what happens. Uh, I've been watching a lot of videos of the Drew League. What's that? It's uh, it's like, what's the one in New York? Uh, the like the Rucker. Okay. But it's in L.A., and they play in, like, a high school gym. There's the coverage League. of this? Uh, like, on Instagram, Okay, basically. Yeah. And it's a bunch of dudes that aren't in the league right now, and they're just tearing people up. Yeah. And it's, like, dudes like, uh, uh, what's, what's the guy that I hate? Uh, Nick Young. Oh, he's and, swaggy? Yeah, swaggy. And there, there's a bunch of dudes that, like, aren't in the league. And uh, bunch of Isaiah Thomas. And yeah, like, yeah, And yeah. just killing dudes. Are they, like, it's at the rec amazing. center in L.A.? It's just amazing how much better uh, the average NBA, like, how good an NBA player oh, is. My. All of them. They are unbelievable. World class. It and is what it is. James Harden's crossing up kids at his own camp and then not even dapping the kid up. That's the that's the coldest part. The kid was wearing his jersey, too. Yeah, he doesn't even look at the kid. He just walks away. Uh, the TBT tournament was uh, last weekend, I think, too. Or at least there was some of it. You, oh, really? You know I'm talking about? The basketball yeah, tournament? Yeah, I've never, never been. Uh, not never, a fan? Well, I've just never gotten into it. It's kind of interesting because it's always like a team from like 2008 it's a college team coached by their college coach. And like, there's stuff like that's that in it. It's kind of fun. But yeah. I've been watching a lot of big three highlights. Big three is where it's at. Big three is really. I can't wait to our trip to uh, San Antonio. Yeah. River walking. No, we, we need to Google that. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what else we need, Brad? What's that? We need people to call our hotline badly. 800 392 6344. 800 392 6344. Our best shows involve calls from you all. So please and call as of in. right now, we have no calls this week. Really, like it is I, Monday. I would just love to be in a place where we did nothing but answer hotline calls uh, with Titan High, mostly with Garza. Yeah, I just want Garza and Peter to yell and laugh and and call people names. 800-392-6344. Call us if you got a question for Micah's mailbag or uh, mind of Micah. You can call that same number eight hundred three nine two six three four four. That is the MWBK uh, mailbag uh, hotline. Whatever, just call eight hundred three nine two six three four four. You know how this works. I'm with you. You got anything else, buddy? I, that's all I got. You got anything else you want to talk about today? Hey, Apple Podcast, help me out. Please. Come on. We're working on it. Uh, Buttercut. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah. If, if the thing ever goes live, we'll get more Buttercut coming your way. Uh, we will be back later this week with Titan High, I assume. We haven't talked to uh, Gars and Peter. You're assuming correctly. Peter might have. Peter might be celebrating like he won the, the Open. In fact, he probably still twisted, as he would say. Twisted. And uh, so we'll be back with that later. Brad and I will be back. Later this week, just 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 the guys. I think you are correct. And check out Mind of Micah. We'll we'll have some stuff coming uh, your way. I don't know what I'm going to do this week, but I've got some great reads of the week. I got to find some people to. to There's probably to another four-hour Jersey Shore episode on that you could talk about. God, I hope not. Another two hours <laughs> this week. I, it's too much. I just need one hour. Well, although it does make. I mean, we went an hour and fifteen minutes with Ann, and it was just. It's too much. 
too much. But you should be watching America's, uh, watching Jersey Shore and listening to America's <laughs> number one Jersey Shore podcast, Jersey. Jersey. That's it, Brad. Where can the people follow you on the social media? At Bradley B. Key on Instagram, at The Buttercut Podcast on Instagram, at The Buttercut Pod on Twitter. We actually created a Twitter oh, wow. account, so that's going to be happening. Out. At Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Michael Weiner, M I C A H W I E N E R, on uh, both Twitter and Instagram. At Micah TX on Snapchat. Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. I was dropping the best White Claw memes this weekend. A lot of heat. You got to go check it out. I was on fire. I was just texting Brad like twice a day, like, damn, I am killing it right now. And with no. He was no unsolicited. Context. Yeah, just totally just unsolicited. patting himself on the back, and I was chuckling at the pool looking at his White Claw jokes. Yeah, you should check it out. At Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, at Michael Weiner. Uh, thanks again to our sponsor, Lisa.com slash BDC. <laughs> Shut up, Brad. Was that a span- sponsor fan? Spancers? Follow. Go buy yourself a mattress. Lisa.com slash BDC. Save 15% off. It's been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. Until next time. Mm, bye bye. Thanks for listening.